Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. Welcome to the show this morning. It is a lovely, sunshiny day here on my ranch. That makes me happy. The flowers are being gorgeous. My garden is growing. My cows are happy. My horses are mostly happy. <laughs> They're on a, um, a diet. They get let out and they have to go back in the corral so that my fabulous Friday doesn't overeat. So they're, but they're good. They're happy. When I went out for a walk yesterday, because I was having one of those crazy chaotic days, and I just needed to go be in my trees, in my enchanted forest, and just breathe. When I was walking back, I walked through the krill, and my fabulous Friday horse followed me in and wanted some attention. And I'm like, nice. Because usually I have to go chase them in, and they go reluctantly. But he was he was good. He's like, I get it. I get it. I'm an emotional eater, Shannon. Yep, yep, yep. Awesome. I do have another funny horse story. So this weekend we were at a bronc busting. So it's this fabulous rodeo, and it's only, well, no, they had other events too, but the main event is the bronc busting. It's world-class saddle bronc riders and the horses. The horses are so gorgeous. They're my favorite, of course. Those athletes are amazing. And so it's just beautiful to watch because those horses are so fantastic. Anyway, um, when we were sitting in the stands, I was there with my family and the four of us, and then there was a gentleman who was sitting behind us, and he says, okay, everybody, let's all pick who you want to win. We're like, okay, we'll play. And so I picked somebody because I knew their dad and their mom, actually. I knew his parents from my hometown. And earlier I had um, seen his dad, and I wanted to try to track him down and have a chat with him, but I haven't seen him in 17 years to have a conversation, so it's a little awkward, right? You don't want to be like a stalker. And so (laughs) I, I picked my cowboy, and my children picked their cowboys, and my husband, the gentleman behind us, and then the event started and somebody comes and sits beside my son and my husband nudges me and he's like isn't that your friend that you know sure enough there he was sitting right beside us so I got to have a nice chat with him and catch up and he was telling me all about his son's career and it was totally fabulous anyways the event carries on and my husband's cowboy pick got bucked off so he was out of the running and so it was a, a go-around. There was 24, and then the top 10 went again. And so the children and the gentleman behind us, all of our picks were in the top 10, so we are pretty excited. And then if they do well there, they go to the top six. Again, my children and the gentleman behind us and my pick went to the top six. And so we let my husband pick another rider so that he could still play. 
Well, my rider kicked butt. He did amazing. And so he was leading it, and he beat out all the other ones, and it came down to the last guy to go, and that was my husband's pick to win. And he's a, an established winner. He's been, the Cowboy's been doing this a while, and so there was a good chance. And so my husband and I, of course, are, you know, harassing each other about it. And he's like, sorry, my guy's going to win. And I just smiled and said, no, he's not. And then it was time for him. And his horse was acting up in the chute. And so it took a little extra time. They actually had to, you know, move the horse to a different chute to get his attention because he was just being bad, just didn't want to, he didn't want to work that day, you know. We all have that happen. And anyways, when he did the ride, the horse wasn't really into it. He didn't buck as good as he could have. My husband turns to me and says, did you have a chat with that horse? I just smiled. I said, well, no, actually I didn't because my cowboy and his horse just took care of business themselves. (laughs) And then, of course, all the way home we're making jokes like, sorry, I needed this guy to win. Sorry about your luck, other cowboy. I have skills. I have power. Anyways, we entertain ourselves if nobody else is entertained. But, man, watching those horses, it is so uplifting. I don't know. I just like it. And so we had an excellent weekend, and it was fun to catch up with somebody who was so excited about what his son was up to. And so when they he won, it was awesome. And we ended up following him when we were headed out the, to the gate, and he was taking a cooler of beverages to go celebrate with his son and his friends. So totally fabulous, totally fabulous. So then, yeah, great weekend. My children were in the wild pony race for the very first time. So there's a team of three, and one of them is the anchor, and he's at the back of the rope on the halter of the little pony. And then one is the mugger, and so he's got the halter in the horse's head. And then the third person gets on the horse, And so my two sons and their friend was on a team, and they did really well. They didn't win, but they did really well. It was their first time ever trying it. I had to laugh because I said to them, hey, this little pony is nothing on the 4-H steers you guys have been dragging around and kicked and hit by for the last eight months. So, hey, good job. Lots of good things, which is good because even though it's only Wednesday, my week has been chaotic. How about yours? I've had to have so many unpleasant conversations. Unpleasant's not the right word. Chaotic conversations? I don't know. One of them that I ended up having, I was hoping not to have it for about three more weeks, but I was contacted and asked, asked, and I'm not one to um, beat around the bush. I like to be straightforward, and so I had to have that conversation. And the interesting part is that while we're having this conversation, his listening was less than stellar, of course, but this is one of the issues I have with this certain individual, ended up saying things that validated a decision I'm in the process of making. To say that it pissed him off is an understatement. 
Like when you're trying to convince somebody of something and what you end up doing is convincing them of the thing you don't want them to do. I can see why he's annoyed. But my issue, and I think I will, there will be another conversation later on, is that where is the listening? <clears throat> he says to me, well, I didn't see this coming. This is out of the blue. And I'm like, really? We've been having these conversations for a long time. You just don't listen. I didn't say that because I said, you know what? He said, you should have come and talked to me. I said, you know what? How many other people have and what have you done about it? Aren't you doing the best you can? Aren't you doing a good job? And he can't argue with that. And so that happened on Monday, and then yesterday morning I knew it was a topic of conversation because I was edgy and uncomfortable, and I know that's when I'm being discussed. <laughs> it's not in a friendly manner. And so I had to retreat and take care of myself that way. I mean, that's the challenging side of being psychic and empathic, right? You know when people are discussing you. You feel it. It feels like little um, pokes, like like your skin feels too tight. You feel edgy, almost itchy, but it's not an itch. I don't know if this happens to you. If it does, let me tell you that's what's going on. And so with all the stuff that I've dealt with this week, I started thinking about intentions and manifesting. What about when we manifest things that we wish we didn't? What if we're unintentionally, without awareness, manifesting things? I mean, we're doing it all the time, actually, aren't we? If you have a pattern in your life that keeps showing up in different ways, but it keeps happening, you are manifesting that until you resolve it, until you work through and learn what you need to learn. So there's no way to not. There's no way to stop manifesting situations for your learning because that's why you're here. But you can become aware. Because my conversation with this person, I realized, well, I already knew, but I, I, it really drove home the fact that when you're not willing to look at what you're doing and listen to what people are telling you, you're going to keep manifesting or attracting the same situations over and over and over. You know that saying, if you keep doing what you're doing, expecting different results, right? And so how do we stop that? I believe in accountability and responsibility. And again, I've had other conversations this week where people were not willing to take responsibility for their parts, their pieces, in situations and just wanting to blame somebody else because it's easier. It totally is, right? If you can blame somebody else for your issues or problems or things that happen, it lets you off the hook. It takes a lot more courage 
to accept your part in it. Why do I keep manifesting these situations of betrayal? Because I haven't learned yet. And another thing that happened to me this weekend is I ended up having a a conversation with somebody, and in doing so, there was an opportunity for me to open a door with somebody that I used to be close with. We're not. There was a differing of opinions. But there was an opportunity there, actually a very beautiful opportunity for me to contact that person and open the door and rebuild a relationship. And I thought about it. I thought about it a lot. And then I realized I was falling back into a pattern that I no longer want. And so for that to continue and no longer wanting it, I needed to not follow (laughs) through and open the door. And I could have easily, beautifully, effortlessly, and then I realized if I do so, what I will be manifesting might not be good for me. Just because the opportunity presented itself and it was perfect doesn't mean that you take it because the whole lesson could be don't take that opportunity and basically prove to yourself that you did learn from the past. I hope that made sense. I struggled with it for, I don't know, off and on I pondered it for a while, and then I realized that the potential consequences of opening the door were not good, and I wasn't willing to take that risk. But you have to dig, and you have to go down the little trails and the journey of you know what could happen, what might happen, the good stuff, the not-so-good stuff, and then decide. I won't lie, a part of me was a little bit sad because, you know, when a relationship ends, there's always a part of you that will miss it. It just It's just who we are as human nature. But I also know that if I be more patient and wait, if this relationship is supposed to renew itself, it will. I mean, let's be real. What are the chances of a guy that I grew up with coming to sit? And we had moved. We weren't sitting where we were sitting earlier in the day. Ends up coming and sitting right beside us on some steps because there actually wasn't room to sit beside us. Of all the places in that outdoor arena that he could have came and sat to video his son, it was right beside us. Coincidence? Of course not. It was a perfect opportunity, and that one I'm glad I did take because we had a great conversation. I got to hear all about his life, 
who he's dating, how he's going, where he wants to go in his world, because, of course, people tell me all that, how all his children are doing, and it was awesome, awesome. And then I went further, and I thought, okay, well, maybe this is a sign that I should open the other door with this person. No. It's not time yet. And that's perfect, too. And when you come to that realization, you'll know it's true when it, there's that click, right? That, okay, yes. Yes. I love manifesting, and so did I manifest an opportunity to have that conversation? Absolutely. Um, I've been busy manifesting a lot of good things in our world, paying attention to the signs, and I'm happy about that because my last big manifestation didn't come true. And even though I know all the reasons why, a little part of me is still disappointed in that. It wasn't time, for sure. Will it ever come true? Maybe not. And I guess part of the journey is to be okay with that, right? Have Has... Um, Things turned out better than I expected because that manifestation didn't come true? Absolutely. But we can get distracted and caught up in those details of that didn't come true, I suck. Don't. Take a closer look. Because there's reasons, and they're excellent, and you're probably experiencing some really great things because that didn't come true, but we can ignore them because we get caught up in the whole tunnel vision, right? And what if I had to go down that journey and try to manifest that so that I could fail at that particular manifesting because it gave me a new appreciation? It gave me clarity on taking some of the things that I liked about what I was manifesting and make them happen here. Now, let's talk about attention with manifesting. What are your intentions? So it's been seriously such a crazy month of May, and June has not slowed down at all either. I'm actually, like, shaking my head about the conversations I've had just this week. So I had to deal with a situation where somebody was basically unhappy what was going on and wanted someone to blame, but couldn't see their pieces and what they did to help create the situation. Now that's tricky. It's tricky because you have to tread <laughs> oh, carefully because you're walking the line of trying to bring awareness to somebody nicely, even though you know it's going to make them mad, but at the same time trying to minimize the drama because people turn it around and it's your fault. And that's tiring, very tiring. It's happened, I've had a few situations this week where that's happened and it's, it's tiring. And so I've tried to come up with tools to minimize 
the drama involved in that. And here's what I know. Look at your intention. Is your intention to um, help the other person be better? Is your intention to be right? Is your intention to improve your career no matter what or how it affects other people? Is your intention to make somebody else do what you want? And be honest with yourself. We don't have to have stellar, squeaky clean, enlightened intentions all the time. We're human. This is a pretty chaotic, sometimes it's all just about surviving, energetic world we're in. We do our best to do good, but sometimes your intention has to be something that you may perceive as negative and you don't want to admit it. Maybe your intention is to make them give you more, in- more attention. I'm going to do these things so that the people in my world will pay attention to me more. And if you're honest with yourself that that's what you need, then you can address it in a healthy manner. If you're in a relationship and you would like more attention and you're doing negative things to get it, it's not going to end well. But if you come to the realization that that's what you are doing, you can find other ways to get your needs met that are healthier for everybody involved. What are your intentions? What is the bottom line energy you're trying to attract? What are you trying to accomplish? Because when you have that clarity and self-awareness, you can move forward. Maybe you just want to be a jerk. Maybe you're mad about something else and you just want to be a jerk. Own that intention too. You are who you are. And everything you do, you do have a reason for doing it. I may not understand your reasons. Other people might understand your reasons. But you have them. You may not even understand your reasons at times. But you still have them. Because you're still doing what you're doing. This is why self-awareness is so important. Get to know yourself. I own my crankiness. Yeah, I'm just bitchy. Because it's true. I have those days. I also work at making sure I'm respectful and courteous, even to the people I don't care for. Because I don't have the energy to make it anything else. If I don't like you, I will probably just minimize my contact with you because I don't have the energy to discuss with you why I don't like you. (laughs) I don't have the energy to say to you, you know, you did this, this, and this. That's why I don't like you. Really? Because what are the chances the other person even cares? They don't want to hear. If they did, they would ask, right? I'll tell you. Just like the conversation I had on Monday, I was phoned up and asked a specific question. 
Well, I will tell you the answer and I will tell you why. What you do with that information, that's up to you. You can use it to make better choices or you can use it to dismiss and not take responsibility for your part in it. That's up to you. That's not up to me. I can plant the seeds. I can give you the tools. But what you do with them, that's up to you. And own who you are. All the negative cranky sides as well as the positive happy sides. We all have them. Once you gain that self-awareness and you understand your intentions and you understand how you're manifesting things in your world, however you do it, some people write things down to manifest, some people do a meditation to manifest, some people do the full moon ceremony, some people use candles. There's many ways for you to manifest what you want in your world. You just have to figure out what works for you. Some manifest on the full moon, some manifest on the new moon, Whatever works for you. Know your intentions. If your intentions are to make someone else dance like a puppet for your entertainment value, that karma is not going to be pretty. Just be aware. Some people feed on drama. That energy fulfills a need in them that they're not even aware that they have a lot of the time. It's up to you to minimize your exposure to it. I do want to read something. So Ellie Crystal with Crystal Links is one of my favorite research sites. (laughs) Almost said something else there. I have allergies happening. Can you hear it in my voice? Uh, allergies are just a reaction to all the stress and the craziness in my world. But you know what? I can I can handle it. I, it's it's just how it is, and so I can either resist it and make my life tricky, or I can just try to work with it. I'm just trying to find. She had a really good post this morning about the chaos in our world. And I meant to write it down, but, of course, I got distracted, you know, by the green grass or the strawberry that I had to beat my 11-year-old to so that I could actually eat one this year. He usually manages to find them all first. Little monkey. Um... Dang, the internet is slow today. Okay, here's what her post was that I thought was really, really good. Did you notice that all the covert negative things done by people and countries is unraveling? Time for truth in every sector. Something is driving this energy home. Are you finding that? Are you noticing that? So that's why I wanted to talk about intentions and manifesting. If your intentions are for control, for
for ego-based power, it's going to unravel. And I tell you what, the person I had a conversation with on Monday who didn't like my answers and what I said, part of the reason is that a change is happening in his world and it's a demotion. And as much as he would like to dismiss or, you know, rationalize in a way to make himself feel okay about it, I don't believe he's willing to look at what he's done that this happened to him. I don't believe it. I wish that he would because I think it would make him better and I think it would make him stellar in his career. But I don't know that he has the emotional maturity to do that yet. And sometimes it just is time and experience that gets you to that place. I have a big birthday coming up this August. I turn 50. I'm looking forward to it. I don't have a problem announcing it, obviously. (laughs) I've gained a lot of experience in my almost 50 years on this planet. Some of it's been disgusting. Some of it's been awesome. It's just the way of our lives, right? I have made peace with my life the crazy, the not-so-crazy, the amazing, the disgusting, because it, it is what it is, which is what makes me good at helping other people. I've slowed my life down as much as I can because I want to enjoy what I have created. I mean, not everybody wants a cattle ranch because there's a lot of fertilizer I deal with, but I do, and so that's what I have. if you can, you know, develop enough self-awareness to make peace with your life as it is, it's only going to get better. It truly is. I just want to check the time. I have a really cool guided imagery meditation we're going to do today. It's called the mystical journey. It's to find answers, new possibilities, and positive expectations. Isn't that exciting? I thought so, which is why we're doing that one today. Just want to take a second to get ready. You know, sometimes you think I forget that I'm, you know, live on the radio show. Yeah, I know. Our world is crazy. We can handle it, though. We got this, right? I am looking forward to school being out completely. I'm looking forward to that summer break because I always find that September is the perfect time to manifest, to set intentions, because it will always have that energy of beginnings, always. And so, you know, while we're dealing with all the chaos and hectic energies in our world, Take some time to think about what you want. What do you wish to create? Who do you want to be in this world? And how do you want to live it? If you find that a lot of your past stuff is tripping you up or making you feel stuck, contact me for the inner child journey. It 
cleared some amazing energies for me. Amazing. I can't speak highly enough of that journey and what it's done. Because you don't want to be stuck. And, you know, it's amazing the stuff that happens to us when we're children. Careless words, careless actions, people in our world that, you know, are unaware of the damage they're doing. It's kind of what happens. And if you find that a lot of those things are popping up for you, that's why. It's that huge nudge to address it and release it. Release all that cruddy energy. Now, I said I've had a lot of crazy conversations, but I also should mention I've had a lot of amazing conversations. I'm pretty proud of people. There's so many amazing people in my life that it, you know, vastly outnumbers the ones that are annoying. And that's a good thing. That's what you want, right? <laughs> you want more people that don't annoy you than annoy you in your world. Make that a, make that a manifestation. Set that intention. <laughs> I know, I think I'm hilarious. All right. So I want you to shake up your energy. I'm going to give you a few minutes to get yourself ready, and we're going to do our guided imagery. Make that happen. Take a nice breath in and out. Becoming aware of your breathing. Just notice it for a few moments. Take these moments to gently focus on your breath. Then let's take three big, deep breaths as deeply as possible, beginning to release and then letting go. These are the breaths that signal it's time to go within. As the normal, natural breathing begins occurring, imagine a gentle, warm, balmy breeze as it wafts around. Wafting around head, neck, and shoulders. And with every breath, as the breeze continues to move gently around, there's a gently and easily releasing and a letting go feeling going on, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. Across the upper back and circling around through the chest, a warm and nurturing feeling as the breeze continues to come down both arms, hands, and fingers, releasing and letting go. And with every breath taken, perhaps there may begin to be some wondering 
Is it a breathing of the breeze? Or is the breeze breathing me? With every breath, the breeze continues circling around through the mid-back and around through the solar plexus. Every breath drifting deeper now. The gentle sensations of the warm, balmy breeze as it continues around through the lower back and circling around through the belly, releasing and letting go, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. The breeze continues moving around, around thighs, knees, calves, ankles, and around through the feet, now and with every breath, becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable, calm, and at ease, becoming at one with the breeze, and the breeze still gently, easily, moving all around and all through. So that at five, four, three, two, one, zero, deeply, deeply relax. Deeply, deeply relaxed. Today we are finding the sheltering tree with the mystical book. The door of your imagination opens, walking forward. path seems somehow familiar. And upon arriving at an open gate, you go through this open gate. Any and all senses are heightening. Feel what you feel. Notice what you notice. With clarity and understanding. On this new path, going deep into the forest where you've never been to before. How does it feel to be in this new forest?
somehow, some way, knowing that this is the path to the sheltering tree. The breeze comes to help along the way. Just as the path curves and slopes down to the valley of the little brook. The sun glints on the water and now following along the edge of the brook to the sheltering tree. What does this tree look like? How does it feel to be? with the sheltering tree. lore tells us that the tree is the keeper of the mystical book, a book of magical powers. It can do many things. And now, this mystical wise book is somehow coming forward. does it look like? The book is a friendly supporter. any question of it. Or you can simply open it and find what it has to show you. What way is happening now? What did you find out?
What's the feeling about this mystical, magical book? When ready, the book tells to turn the page to learn what to look for on the journey forward, what might possibly be happening next. I'll give you a few minutes for that.
when there is a sense of completion with this journey. The images will fade, but the strength and importance of the journey stays. And for now, let's reinforce the positives at zero and at one with a deep, deep cleansing breath in. As we begin to come up and out, two, three, four, five, eyes open wide awake, and say your name out loud. Eyes open wide awake, and say your name out loud. How was your mystical book journey? I hope you got some cool insights. Remember, you can come back and listen to this as many times as you wish to gain more clarity, more answers, and more possibilities. Well, thank you for listening, and I'm wishing you all a wonderful rest of the week full of wisdom and possibilities. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. dot com.